0: Love Talk Radio.
1: What up, what up, what up, what up? This is TNC Radio. I'm going to read my disclaimer. I'm going to stand in the description. Welcome to TNC Radio, the next chapter, where we will always be diving into open, in-depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication, and the journey taken to realize them, focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. Tune in tonight with your host, A-Town, and Gypsy Star, I don't know where he is, but he should be on his way. Uh, yes, he's supposed to be here. I don't know where he at. I text messaged him. I'm like, we on? I have not gotten a response, so um, I'm hoping I will get one um, soon, because I wanna do the show by myself. Other than that, hey, today's topic is this is America. Now there's a format to the show. We usually do check-ins, we just, you know talk about our week, we do affirmations, we do all that kind of stuff. But um since we've been dealing with um Lerona, which she has been um named here, we um have just been getting right into the subject matter. But since, you know, my co host ain't here, um I'm going to piddle around a little bit, you know, give you a checkup on my life and what I've been doing, and then by that time, hopefully I would have bored you enough that you want to hear a second voice, and the second voice will be on the radio. And that's all I'm saying because, you know, that's all I want to do. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to Oh, my goodness, I think he's here. I think my brother is here. Gypsy? Yes, I is. Brother, Lee, how, how you doing? doing? What's going on? Sorry about Chill that, me, baby. man. I was on the,
2: I was on the line talking. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was getting some, I was getting some. Uh, still getting some game from my cousin, my big cousin. I was talking to him, and I lost track of the time, man. Oh my god. Hilarious. That's okay. Hilarious.
1: If you hear any noise in the background, I'm cooking. See, if y'all don't know, I'm on a fast, and it's sun up to sun down. I, it's only when I eat. So I've been running around and doing stuff today. I realized I put any food in my gullet, except like little small stuff. So I'm in the kitchen. So if you hear some tapping like that, some moving around, water running, brother's just about to get his grub on because by the time the show is over, sun will be down. I won't be able to eat nothing. And then I ain't going to be a happy camper. And y'all ain't going to like me because I'm some cussing folks. But no damn reason. And I, I, I got sweat. And I
2: can tell y'all, if y'all in the Los Angeles area, Call in and place your orders. That
1: brother can cook, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, and, and, did, and he delivers. So <laughs> I, did, I did some black beans. I did some brown rice. I got some collard greens going, and I'm in the Indian food. So I didn't do the Indian. I didn't do the potatoes because I started late. But this is um, eggplant in the tomato sauce with mushroom, green onions. Yeah, it is about to get crushed, you know, and I'm a smack just so you know I'm eating so you know I wasn't lying. When you hear that, there's nobody getting beat up. That's just me letting you know that I'm enjoying my meal on the air. Oh, I've got to tell you, our um, disclaimer is we are ignorant intellectuals. In other words, we're going to say smart stuff, and we're going to say some stupid stuff in between. If you have a low tolerance for stupid stuff, uh, you might not want to listen to the show. Um, if you are utterly serious and can't laugh at yourself, you might not want to listen to the show. And if you get offended by the truth, you might not want to listen to the show. Um, Yeah. So, oh, even though he's on here... His- and by
2: the way, uh-huh. you- we got a special disclaimer for tonight. Okay. Hit it. Based on the nature of what we're going to be talking about, just don't we understand it's going to be some sensitive stuff that we're going to, we're going to discuss tonight. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this now and he's probably going to say it throughout the throughout the show. Okay? We want you to call in. We want opinion. we want uh a dialogue with you. This is an interactive thing. However, <laughs> Based upon some of the th- topics That we're going to be talking about I.E. This is America Part 2 It's going to generate Some Some feeling. And Whoa 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 we're... <laughs> Hold on hold on I'm
1: sorry
2: Hold on hold on hold on So This We're dealing with facts Statistics and things that can be backed up with actual facts and research. If you cannot have a conversation involving what we're going to be talking about, it's probably best if you don't call into this particular show because some of the stuff is going to hit home. Hold on! I am not done. I'm not done. Oh,
1: I'm about so,
2: to say because you you been a little bit too so sorry. Like, no, I'm being I'm being like I'm I'm that's 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 the nice portion of it. So I'm going to tell the world because we're on the world wide web just like this. Listen, I tell my children this statement, and I even tell the woman I love this on occasion. Fuck your feelings. This is not a place okay, go. right now for the feelings. This is a place because what we're talking about is actually going to help some people see things in a different light and get to a next chapter and get past a lot of the shit that's going on right now. So if, if you call in... And you get to well I feel and you are going to talk to my nigga D T which stands for dial tone.
1: And I'm cool with that. But he's a great conversationalist. He'll stay up there as long as you do.
2: Mm-hmm. And he'll even argue back when it goes
1: eh.
2: That's him arguing. So I'm gonna give you i am I'm gonna give
1: you a real life example. I'm gonna give him a real life example. I was in a relationship when I was in Cleveland, and the girl I was with, a woman I was with, we were talking about just the state of the world. And then she was like, My hope is that we all wake up one day and we're in an enlightened place. And I asked her, I said, What is that based on? Like, is there anything in history where people just woke up and act like they had some damn sense? She said, No. I said, So. Why is that what you're hoping? She said, that's just what I hope. I'm like, yeah, we can't talk no more. I'm like, because you want some unicorn, you know, flying dragon type stuff, and we're talking about real-world problems. I, I can't sit down here and discuss with you about some magical solution that you come and you hope with, and it's cool that you got that hope. And don't get me wrong. I'm happy that you got that hope. But I can't discuss that because it's not based on anything except your imagination. And um, yeah, that's not a solid ground to have a conversation on. And I cut her off, and that was the end of that. You know, you went out there. I would be enabling if I sat up there and I had that conversation with her. And so we're not going to have that conversation here. We're not going to have you because, well, I feel like if everybody would just. Turn to Jesus, okay, but baby, we got a world for other where everybody don't, don't believe in Jesus. And even if you must not believe, if everybody, you know, listen to him, uh-uh, the Prophet Muhammad, well, they ain't. So we're not going to come up here with some idealistic hope type junk. Come up here with something that, hey, talk about how to get the religions together, how to get them to work through their differences. Yeah, we can have that. But to wake up, wake up one day and believe that everybody's going to be one religion, one faith, and just walk out in the world going to be great. Yeah, we're not having those kind of things. So I'm just All letting right. you know. You can say what you want to say. If you call up on that dumb job, DT. <laughs> I mean, quick, fast, in a hurry. Hurry, yeah, because
2: we we actually got bets on who can hang up on somebody the fastest. I'm just letting y'all know.
1: <laughs> and I
2: don't plan on. So, <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I did my finger exercises for the for the board. <laughs> so. You did your finger up. <laughs> Get your finger ready. They night Uh-oh. They nice and warmed up.
1: Okay. So, are I'm we? We uh, have somebody on the line. Let's see who this is. Uh, miss Sandy. Welcome to uh, Biscuit and Barber Shop. Can we help? Miss
3: Sandy, I am I, happy to be connecting with y'all, my brothers. I'm Miss Sandy, and um, sorry to say. So,
1: and Miss Sandy hosts shows on um, the Hour Radio Network too. Tell us what shows you host and when they on.
3: Uh, Say radio Friday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Freshley, Miss TV, that bitch. We have some free callers call, that been calling in. That's uh, solo, and um, you know that's what's up. You know
1: that's that's what we got so far.
3: That's what we got so and far.
1: If, and if you didn't hear the disclaimer, Miss Sandy, on my fast is. You know, I I can't eat after sundown, and I ain't been eating, so I'm in the kitchen. So if you hear things moving and food, I'm getting my grub on unabashedly and unashamedly just uh work through it. All right now.
3: You know, you know. Do you? You know, I don't understand the the fasting and shit like that. I you know, I don't understand that. I like put myself on punishment for what? It doesn't make no sense. Like, oh no, but it's not God that kind of fast. Happen. I'm not
1: Jesus. My, okay. my fast is ah! my fast. My fast is, is a healthy spiritual fast, but it's only what God made as He made it. Of course, for like, you know, rice, you got to put it in water because I'm not eating no dry green rice. But it's uh, 40 days, only what God made, mm-hmm. and I only eat up between, mm-hmm. between sun up and sundown. And in this time, I mm-hmm. fast, I meditate, I pray, I work out, I read, and I get myself together to recentering and to refocusing. And so, right. like I said, I ain't Jesus. You know, I'm eating during this 40 days. So if you hear some smacking or some odd sounds, I forgot to mute myself. Just remind me, and we can handle that. Mm-hmm. But I have no shame, right. and I have no problem. All right. All right. Enough
3: about. I my- get. All right. Y'all can have. I understand that. No, I understand that. I don't, I, don't, I need a link so I can I can share this show so we can. You know, I want to share my listeners to this show right now because they don't know to tune in on a, a Monday. But so I want to. You know, if I can share that, send it to me.
1: So I can promote okay. it. How do you want me to send it to you?
3: Um, you can Facebook it to me, you can Instagram it to me, you can um Okay,
1: I'm a I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my page and I'm gonna tag you with it so you can forward it.
3: Okay, that that works that's what's up. All
1: right, so while we getting that together,
2: uh Book, did we do the national anthem again?
3: Oh my God! No. what the hell is it? Yeah,
2: I national Anthem.
3: <laughs> national Anthem. <I> can't do <laughs> Okay,
2: so we're so we about to play the National Anthem. If you want to um, take a knee, take a knee. If not, want to stand, up, stand you up, up, You know. You know, but okay, we going to play. i going
3: to put that on my page. National Anthem. you about to play the Anthem. Send this promo to me
2: so I can post this. This is
3: hilarious. I just tagged
2: you. I just tagged you. Oh, okay, God. so we're about to play the National Anthem. Right now.
0: Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the singing of the National Anthem. Oh, betty. I got to tell you, baby, I'm in how oh, Jose, can you motherfucking sing? Father's on earth. It's got them gleaming Whose <laughs> broad and bright oh. Motherfuckers yeah. fly yeah. To the fairies It's got them night Of the records we want What's well, so gallantly motherfucking streaming. <laughs> as their flag was still there. How say does the headshot start spangle my fucking banner yet? And where is it? Or the lead hand of the green <clears throat> and the hole of the <laughs> motherfucking fucking
2: Right, y'all. That was Whoopi Goldberg singing the national anthem. <laughs> I love hilarious! That.
0: I, just love
3: that. I
2: love Whoopi. <laughs> yeah, that was from her uh, 1985 uh, special, Fontaine. Why am I straight? Wasn't that
1: her first special?
2: That was a that was actually a one man show that she had on Broadway. Um, the irony of that special. Is that Actually uh, She was doing that special And then she got the part of Celie in the color purple Because Her audition Was actually Doing that entire Special in front of Steven Spielberg um, Steven Spielberg uh, Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson and a few other people in the uh in, in the in, in the audience while she was doing the uh, uh while she was uh doing that at uh Soundstage excuse me at a soundstage over in Hollywood. That's how she actually got the part. I like yeah. it. Oh yeah. Uh, I you can play that again later. That's, that's actually my second favorite version of, the, of somebody singing the national anthem. You yes. know, what?
3: I'm being honest, I didn't like it until I knew it was Wolfie Goldberg. Like, I was cringing. So if you guys look at my page, Say Radio, I'll have to point out that, that the words and opinions stated on um, this show is not a reflection of Say Radio or, the, our network, because I didn't know who that well, was. Like I, I say some say shit. Yeah, uh, on my show, but... So,
1: so yeah, we uh, we to give our disclaimer. Our views are not necessarily views of anybody else on the planet. And though they are based on intellect, there's a lot of ignorance, and so you choose. We don't give you solutions and we don't give you cures. We give you suggestions. If they fit, rock with them. If they don't fit, don't rock with them. But don't call up talking about, have you thought about it? Yes, we have. We've come to these points through thought, forethought, and more forethought. Our conversations here are conversations we have daily. So when we get on here, this ain't some unhashed out stuff that we just saying off the cuff. So if you come, like you said, come with facts. Come with something to say. Because we're not going to sit up here and just be like, okay. We understand how you feel. We don't care about how you feel, because feelings without thought are random, just like thought without feelings are random. Studies show that the most efficient mode of being is when your emotions and your intellect balance each other out. So you have to have that balance. If you don't, you gotta go. Love you. Bye, Kalisha. Okay, so this is America, part two. We're focusing on government, <laughs> corporations and entities like that, what they're doing and how they're being affected. And, yeah, there's going to be some some foot to ask in this conversation. So if you're sensitive or you're a capitalist to the point where you believe in capitalism like you believe in Jesus, this is probably going to offend you. Just let you know. Okay, Dipsy, I'll let you take it because once I get started, ain't gonna be no room for so you. and decide to need to get yourself. You and understand you need to get yourself in now because after I get going, y'all probably gonna have to muddle me. So I'm gonna sit back and chew on some things while y'all chew on some things. Go ahead. All right.
2: Let's start. Let's start with the easy one. Byron, while all this COVID-19 stuff is going on, right, you have to look at not just what you're being inundated with. You have to look at what they're not readily showing you and readily telling you because, Yeah, we get it, COVID, is fucked up is a lot of people dying And a lot of people get sick Not taking anything away from that But there's a lot of stuff that's happening During the crisis That They're able to get that off Because your attention is focused over here Much like a magician With With um, Sleight of hand Or misdirection So one of the things that happened during why this is all going on um, Byron Allen had a case and we talked about this a few months ago um, in the Supreme Court where he was suing I think uh, Comcast and who else was that and Charter Communications right and I think he, he, he was up to win like thirty billion dollars or something ridiculous. 20, like billion, that. 20, so billion, 20, twenty billion. Twenty billion. My bad. And um with that twenty billion um he was able to he was he he went to the Supreme Court with it. During the time they were supposed to deliberate and get back to him no later than June. Well, doing all this COVID stuff, a ruling came out where they kicked it back down to the circuit courts that he actually won in. But they put a, a caveat on what they said. They didn't necessarily rule for him or against him, but they... Sent it back down to the lower courts To be looked at Um, Hey, town you want to explain that a little Bit better?
1: Yes So what happened is And this is going to be Some um, Some just, oh My goodness, it's it's, I can't, it's it's some just Fugazi mess, so In the um, In the statute of, you know That talks about discrimination it has a clause that says, but for. And the question was always put, was the but for singular? In other words, we wouldn't have done this but for race, or is the but for plural, which means it could be race in any other combination of factors. So what the Supreme Court said was, and and check this out, I want you to know that this case was brought to the Supreme Court because the United States Justice Department was the main plaintiff in this, yes, Big bar. I call him Big Burley bar. argued that racism, right? I ain't going to say that. He didn't say racism, okay. But, but they, basically what they were saying is that unless race is the only factor that's being considered when someone is discriminated against, it doesn't violate any kind of um, civil rights laws. And so the, the, the court set, sent that back with that bar saying now that if you're discriminated against, you have to basically prove that they did it solely because of your race. If they did it because of your race and other things, then that's not discrimination according to the Supreme Court. So now you're in the position... Where you're going to have to go before somebody and prove, literally, that they only did it to you because of your race. Because if they say there was anything else involved, it now does not violate the the, um, the um, discrimination policy based off of the Supreme Court's decision. And they upheld a similar thing with um, Texas because under one of the civil under the Civil Rights Act. Any state, southern state, or any state that was shown to have just continual problematic discrimination, they're not allowed to change any laws regarding voting or the process without court permission. And so, you know, they did those changes to Texas, and they discriminated based off of race, um, well, according to the lines of race, And what they said is, we didn't mean to do it. It just happened that way. And the Supreme Court upheld it saying, yes, even though it is disproportionately affect people of color, that was not the intention. So, therefore, the changes they made in the voting, which is like the district and all that kind of stuff, can say it. So, basically, the Supreme Court has said that unless it is based solely on your race and is absolutely intentional, you can have racist outcomes, and it's absolutely legal. Welcome to America. I'm done.
3: I mean, first of all, I'm say that you cannot be done. This is. Let me tell you something. We are. Uh, <laughs> we are. We are. We are self-dis. our president Trump. <laughs> um, a president like. The governor of Illinois, you know, he's seen a little bit pissed today when he went live because we're not getting what we want or he what we requested from the federal government in time. And you know, if y'all recall, you need to go back and look where Trump, uh, President Trump, he stated, he stated. If the governors do not respect him and not be nice to him, y'all gonna receive some problems and receive what the fuck you asked for. So, Michigan governor, I need y'all to act right. Governor of Illinois, I need y'all to act right. Because <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is not playing.
0: He is not playing. <laughs> <laughs> he is not playing. <laughs> he is, not he is, playing. Playing. He is gonna be like, like,
3: fuck y'all. If you, if you don't act right and treat me right, you ain't gonna get shit on time from me. Um, you know I, I, I can't. There, I had to take a sip on this. Like this, what we're going through is. It makes it's. I have no words for it. I I don't even know. The death toll is increasing. It's. New York, it's ridiculous
1: It's it's sad Y'all talking You about, heard about the new New York, right? What the new New York? <laughs> the new New York in the COVID The new
3: New is, York, um, that is, is so sad yep, The is,
1: new New York is, is Louisiana They're talking about Based on everything from Mardi Gras And all that kind of stuff that they are now having the highest rise in um, COVID nineteen cases, and beginning to start to have a rise in deaths.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I have a a, a a friend of mine, um, and I po- he it, follow me, uh, Cassandra Sanders. Um, to sound it out, Cassandra Sanders. You you find me, but a friend of mine.
2: Um, Miss Sandy, hold yes. on. We got a we got a caller. We got a caller. Hold on.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Caller, go ahead. Hello? Or not? We right. can't hear you. If you well, can't hear i was us,
3: saying. But I, I Let me tell you what I'm saying. I have a, a friend of mine who just got. Tested positive for the for the uh, coronavirus, Von Showell. He 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 tested positive and he has a a heartfelt um, live video he posted on Facebook, which I shared on my page. So I need you guys to go check that out. And an update about how to prevent it or how to even if, even if you got it, how Hold you on. can fight it. So he's sharing his journey. So let's you know. And from that, it's a lot of hot fluids: hot water, hot tea, hot coffee. Um, when you come in from the house, get out your clothes, you know, do that, and and um, just, you know, um, you know, keep it out of your airways. This is my takeaway. But you know that that's
1: it. Yeah, our caller dropped out. I tried to go. And I'm talking, but I still couldn't hear him. So hopefully they'll call back.
2: Well, that's very true. Um, But you want to know? I don't want to say, but basically everything that you you have said, I don't know about everybody else. That's I grew up with that. When you come in the house on some house clothes. Get out those street clothes, cause you 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 want to lounge around and get comfortable. I was brought up that way. Hey, you know, you know, we were, we was taught that coming up. Hey, get out them get out them school clothes. Get in some play clothes. When you get out when you come home from work, you get out your work clothes and you get in get into something comfortable. You know what I mean? Some things we gotta we have to bring back. Some of, the, some of the things those elders was teaching us and our parents wasn't all wrong, and it was for a specific reason. Oh, we got to call her back. Let's see. Hello.
4: Hello. How are you?
0: We're good.
1: good. How are you? Hello? Yes. Hi. Hi. Who is... <laughs>
4: I'm Kateria from Chicago.
1: Shite Town?
4: Shite Town.
1: I miss Chicago. I, used to, I grew up in the suburbs. Though. My mother used to work in the post office down on Van Buren. So we used to sneak in the city and get in trouble. So we didn't know what we were doing. Chicago is a great city.
4: That sounds like Chicago. It's not in the winter.
1: It's not in the winter. I hate Chicago anymore. <laughs> I hate like so who are you, what you got to say Do you love America
4: <laughs> Well I'm just now getting on um, I, I don't really know the topic I really know. About the coronavirus Is that what we're talking about
1: We're talking about America <laughs> The topic is today This is America And we're talking about Specifically the American government But also just the American response to the coronavirus And its impact on us and everything else But since you first time calling You come in You can say what you want to say What you want to say
4: I just want to say For me and my household My daughter is out of school right now And I am so honored To be teaching her Lessons that every Every American needs to have and that's to go back to your roots that's to learn the power of prayer of meditating which we're doing of planting seeds for harvest we actually own uh, eight chickens and two ducks and so we have livestock so her task right now is to go out there and to make sure that the livestock are being fed um tend to Send to them and make sure that their needs are met and, and making sure that the house is clean and that we're cooking together and that we're setting the table and having conversations and washing clothes and sorting them out. It's so much in home economics and, um, and, um, and, and religion and well, not religion, but spirituality and, and what else are we covering? And we're covering, um, in the kitchen but it's culinary so we're covering all the basics and, and we just worked out tonight so we did yoga and so we even got gym in our curriculum so in this You're time that I, yeah I just want to say in this time that we are um, inclusive that we make this time work for us and plant the seeds for later harvest within our children which are our future that's all I gotta say.
1: Well we appreciate it. You better than me. I'm teaching my kids how to stay out of my way. Other than that
4: <laughs> That's it too. And and that's and that's in life. So there's always a teachable moment. So even in teaching them to stay out of your way, it's to stay out of harm's way. It's to how to know how to get out of dodge when danger is coming. So you're not just yep. teaching them to get out of your way, you are teaching them the wisdom. Of the world, because what you, what they learn in your home is what they take out to the street, and so no, you're doing a great job. Room.
1: And I'm just being ignorant. I, I do all that, but I I get tired of them so I teach them how to duck. But we feel that. So as she was saying, don't waste this time. You got a lot of free time on your hands, and once things get popping again, you're gonna wish you had this time, and you're gonna look back on it like man. I didn't take advantage of this. So take heed to what she's saying, because one of the biggest problems among people of color is we don't learn those things until we get outside the house, and then by that time we five steps behind. So you got your kids, teach your kids,
3: and appreciate not just your kids and those of you up in relationships or whatever. This time I feel like this, I'm Sandy. It's it's like God. Like kind of y'all ain't listening. Y'all need to get one with your family. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get to know, you know, because sometimes we be on the go so much, we just be moving and not reconnecting with our family. I mean, and me personally, it's me and my youngest son. My oldest is living on his own. He's graduating from college, doing his thing out in South Carolina. We're getting to know each other, and um, it's been a challenge. Because sometimes I'm just, you know, I'm so, busy, you know, trying to. On the household trying to pay bills and you're not connecting really, so now we're connecting. As I said we ain't bumped heads, we have bumped heads. I get it, we bumped heads, and I just okay, gotta regroup. We're gonna make this shit work. We also, you know, find a workaround, we're gonna make it work because this is your, your,
1: your child, you know,
3: we're gonna make it work somehow.
1: You know to wait, you uh, way to, to, to make it work. You are rock paper house. What? Rock paper house. In a rock house,
3: paper like... house. No, 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 because rock. No, 'cause he's... Ain't... No, in a rock paper house. It, it, is. No, it a... is. No. No. Like... No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, <laughs> you it's not. Can rock, no, you can it's get not. The paper, no, no. Okay. no. No, no. My bad. No. The rock paper the I work no. The work thing for me and and mine. Because he's 18, because he is at a grown age. He's a senior in high school. You know, they, those of you guys have grown adult children, you know, grown adult, you know, whatever you want to call it. But they get that middle age. they they grown by legal age, but they're not quite grown. You know, you got to get that, like, oh, okay, whatever. So the grown thing is, mom, I'm grown. But if you want to keep your room messy, I hate the room messy. I really do hate the room messy. but I gotta I gotta pick my battle. my battles. So you know you gotta pick your battle. So therefore, okay, I, the, with the the living space, the kitchen, the bathrooms, whatever, that's not gonna be messy. Now go in the room. I'm gonna scream, but it it don't bother him. Mom, it don't bother me. It bothers you, but it don't bother me. I'm grown. I can work with this. Okay, but don't you think you want to do laundry today? I don't want to do laundry today. I ain't got nowhere to go.
2: You might want to give the disclaimer now. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah.
1: Any views expressed by Gypsy Star are not necessarily views of anybody else on the planet. We do not take responsibility <laughs> for them, but we can't control but, this Negro. So, but it I'm is, just you know, it's I'm just saying who no, who it's about star
3: is about I don't know who Disney Star is, but I'll just say is that you know, people with, with children, teenagers, adults, they understand. They understand. And really I didn't get it until I watched LaVar, um, Lavar, yeah, you know Lavar Ball, they have this reality show, right? And oh, LeVar God. Ball's youngest son, youngest son mirrors my youngest son. I'm like, oh my gosh. Y'all act alike. Y'all room just a lot. I can't believe it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm like, amazing. No, no,
2: number number one, let me say this. LeVar
1: oh, Ball. Hey, oh, um, caller, we thank you for no, calling me. I'm saying I mean, the kids.
3: Can... I'm not talking about LeVar no. Ball as a person, a man, and everything. No, I'm talking I'm, about his up. kids. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's bad though. kids. I'm not saying they whatever. But I can say this,
0: hold that
3: on. when I saw this the is, show, and I saw pause. the way LeVar Ball was interacting with his youngest son. I'm like, dude, you guys act just like.
1: Hold on, pause. Your caller, we thank you because they're still online. If you got anything else, call back in. You you can comment as many times as you like. Thank you for your input. We're gonna let you go and call back if you need. All right. So, Gypsy.
3: Who is Gypsy? Word. Who are y'all calling Gypsy?
2: Word. Who? Me. Nah.
3: <laughs> no now, Who is Gypsy We gotta uh, My name is Miss Sandy and That's his who name I is Gypsy am Star. I don't know who the fuck Gypsy is Who's Gypsy
1: The dude you on the phone with What dude Me The nigga that's been trying to talk <laughs>
3: okay. okay. I didn't know that's I didn't understand the Gypsy name Okay
2: Okay <laughs> <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Now A couple of things I have children And um, I hear a lot of people That go through this At a certain age Um, And I love what A couple of things First and foremost I love what the caller came in and said Um I do agree with what she said and how she's taking it back and, and teaching her child and she has more time to do it. Um, I hope cool. if, I, and I'm not attacking anybody, I, I, I'm just saying, I hope that this did not start with the coronavirus because everything yeah. that she was talking about, I'm like, yeah, Ungawa, yeah, baby, that's that's it, baby. Yes, ma'am, yes. Teach seminars on that shit. Um, I'm hoping it didn't start with corona, but if it did, please keep it up afterwards. If it did not, even better. Kudos to you. Now, um, I hear a lot of people with teenagers and late teens, 18, 19, Twenty twenty-one year olds, even college students coming back home, having similar conversations with with their parents or parents having those similar conversations that you're having with Sandy. Um, I do agree with A Town, Rock Paper's house. This is my house. You don't like my rules? Get some paper and get the hell out. <laughs> you know, a kick rock. You know that that but my room. where well, I'm grown, and my room. Nigga, you ain't grown until you get your own fucking mortgage <laughs> or your own or your own lease. Anything in my house is gonna be done my way. I pay the cost to be the boss in this motherfucker, and if you don't like it, you can politely get the fuck out. Flat out, man, woman, child. And this notion that mm, kids got rights and they're adults and they ought to be hurt, fuck you. Like, you you can, you <laughs> got, you can have a right and a left, nigga. If, if, I'm, I'm serious. Oh okay. Oh, the bed, the, the bed that motherfucker's sleeping on. Did he buy it? No. Okay, that shit can go. That shit can get broke down. The TV that's in that motherfucker. Did he pay for it? No. Mm-mm. It can come up out of there. I'll sell all that shit on Craigslist. I don't give a damn. Now, that's me though. I'm a different breed. I have a twelve year old girl in my house. And I will put her ass on the telephone and she'll tell you, oh no, this nigga is taking everything out of my room. And if it wasn't for her mama, when she got to cutting up real bad, her ass would have been sleeping on a mattress in the middle of her floor like a fucking crackhead.
0: <laughs> that like a crackhead.
2: She, so there is a certain point that it is a teachable thing when you are dealing with your children. That is a teachable moment, and ain't nobody, and I mean nobody, above reproach. So the attitude of I'm grown, nigga, prove it. Get your own. You ain't grown under my roof. The only thing, and this is just me in my household, and I put my, and I have my girl call in, and she can tell you. And I say this: the only person that's got a bigger attitude in my house than me is God. And the only person that has the right to have an attitude is equal to mine is my woman, is my spouse. Other than that, there, I will open my, in, in, the words of, in the words of the lovely Claire Huxtable, you can take whatever <laughs> little shit that you can pack in a bag, and go discover America.
3: <laughs> I remember that episode, too. <laughs> That's discover. just me. I'll just,
1: um, just say it like this. <laughs> <laughs> my brother told my mother when he was 16, I'm a man now. And he almost caught a, a <laughs> skillet to the head. And, I mean, I'm talking about, I ain't talking about no small skillet. I'm talking about one of them big cast iron skillets that you can put two packs of bacon in. And she swung it so hard that she turned herself around and ended up on the floor. If she had to hit that nigga, she would have killed him. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with you grown because this is the thing about it. If you are certain your autonomy and your, your desire to do whatever you want, then you need to be in a position where you can do that. But under my house, it's my rules. And now I will acknowledge your growth and your maturity. With your growth and maturity mm-hmm. Does not supersede my judgment And my desire for my house And at the point that it does Ooh! You got to get your own house Period
2: And if not mm-hmm. and if not, 18 would be
1: your last birthday <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just telling you I, hey, I'll just hide out Make one look just like you Right mm-hmm. Right Men can mm-hmm. have seventy-five. Like, uh, like he's <laughs> Benjamin Button He's shrunk.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
0: You
3: know, the this funny is, like, thing is, it's the funny thing about the, the you know, you know, having adult, you know, young adult children. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine. She was saying she went over to her daughter's house and um, her daughter keeps her house, you know, immaculate clean. Like, this is done. And she said she felt some type of way about it because she remembered when her daughter was at her, you know, house you know, growing up and living, you know, she couldn't, she didn't keep shit clean. She was, you know, she couldn't keep dishes because her daughter's throwing away dishes because no. she into, like, washing dishes. So she, she felt the kind of away. Like, I want to throw dishes away. You over here asking, like, your shit is all precious and golden. <laughs> but when I was trying to raise you and, you know what I'm saying, and you throwing dishes away or half doing dishes, it was, like, no thing to you. Like, I'm buying shit and taking care, and you uh, you had no regard to it. Now I'm at your house, and I can't even put a glass on a table f- before you tell me, uh-uh, you need a coaster. Oh, you need this. Okay. You need that.
1: Okay, like we got I, a call. We'll
3: like, Sandy, like, like, Sandy, I just really wanted to throw shit in the garbage on purpose. Like, really?
1: <laughs> who we got on the line?
4: Like, Really? So, so
3: that oh, was
4: Hey, this is Kateria huh? from Chi-Town again. This is Kateria from. Oh, what's up, baby? What okay, up? So she actually is. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this because she all in my video. That she's talking about me right now. That was my <laughs> experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and I'm like, I went over her house. I'm talking about. I would buy all the silverware and be like, Well, what just happened to all the silverware? Well, you know, when they don't like to watch them, they throw them away. So I'm sitting here in her cleaning house, and we finished eating dinner. She, like, moved us to her living room, go in there, clean up the counters, clean off the stove, sweep the floor, mop the floor. And I'm sitting here watching all this, and I'm like, oh, hell no. I just want to go break a glass. Like, oops, you know, the shit that happened to me. I wanted to be petty because petty lives matter. But I don't know. I think I'm just going <laughs> to wait till next time. I'm going to waste the next time, but I'm definitely... I got to show... You know, you got to let them know what it feels like.
2: But that was your daughter,
4: oh. right? Yeah, that's my baby girl.
2: Okay, but let me say this. Let me say this. You ain't got to break <laughs> shit or throw nothing away. I'm going to break you shit. Wanna... Have it living, have no, 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 yeah. no. No, You want to <laughs> know why you ain't got to do it? Because, sis, you mm. did your job. And yeah, because, that's what I was telling shit. Sandy,
4: yeah. Although, yeah. although...
2: although Although she is, listen, you are at your dumbest. I told my I told my sixteen year old son this, and 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 A Town is his godfather, so he will let you know if he'll stop me if I'm lying. I told my son this. Listen, dude, I told him when he was about ten years old. From the time you're ten, from the time you are about eleven, twelve years old, to the time you're a Approximately 24, you are going to think I'm the dumbest nigga on the planet. Yeah. You're going to think, you're going to swear I don't know what I'm talking about. I, he was like, nah, dad, I wouldn't do that. Like, am mm, like, bullshit. Listen, I was that age at one time. And I thought my father was a fucking idiot, survive. Straight up. I was surprised that nigga knew how to tie his shoes. And then when I turned twenty five, I was like, Oh, he's a fucking genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it so you have those moments. But whatever you instill, making her wash the dishes, you didn't something. The way I hear you talking, you probably beat that ass when you found out she was throwing away glasses and silverware and dishes. So I get it. So now you are actually seeing what you really instilled in her and what you put in her. So, sis, hell of a job, hell of a job. And I'm hold on.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
2: Standing ovation, sis. Standing ovation. Hell of a job. Because if she's like, uh, no, um, you got if she's running around the house cleaning the house at, that she's paying the bills on, like Monk, like like the dude from the TV show Monk. Good job, hell of a job. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, oh Lord Jesus, I've gone over some girls' houses and gone to the bathroom and been like, oh, I will never sleep with you if your to- if your toilet looked like that. Oh Lord Jesus, no God. Yeah. Okay. So, I, it, 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 so it's it's it, it's it's something to be said about that. You know what I mean? So I get you. It's, you did yeah. a hell of a job with that so you ain't got to throw away glasses and shit like that I know you want to get back and I and I, believe me I, I think about some shit like that too I'm like I could nah. mm, you know but there's another side to that but we, we are digressing from what we are actually supposed to be talking about we're supposed to be talking about this raggedy ass cricket ass government and and that fuck face Cheeto that's in the White House um, and to your point, Miss Sandy, when he is actually taking the time to play with people's lives in terms of not giving, you know, not giving people what they need because they were the governor to me. of
3: the state, the governor of the state, the governor of that state respects him. And he, they need to praise him in order for them to get. And it was so ironic that the governor of Illinois, he was saying that we requested certain things from the from the federal government, we haven't gotten it. And I was like, oh, you must have pissed him off. You didn't you didn't throw his ego a certain way. I don't know, you know what that looks like. So now we have a president reacts off his emotions. To me, you know. I try to refrain from calling men bitches and women bitches as well. I try to refrain, but I I, I I find myself going back into this when you start. Not to say you know reacting up your emotions is bad, but when you're when when you're your reactions, you know, really infect, impact the masses. You cannot react. Up oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You know, even though this I don't like
1: Call him a bitch if you want to. This is an intervention. If you want to say it, just say it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you know you want to. It's, it's aching in your bones. You don't have to say it. I just I'll say know what it, I, I'm
2: saying I'll, is, I'll say is that position,
3: like, even though, like, say, even though <laughs> I've been looking at you, I think you're a bitch and I hate you, But, but I know... That you represent, or you are like a control of this vast majority of people. Yes. I'm not gonna, you know, the way I feel about you, I'm not, I can't release that because it's not okay. gonna be fair Gipsy. I gotta do what's fake. Like, I have to have a be fair her. mindset.
2: Hold up. Can, Gipsy, can I, I say it? Hey, yes. let, me, let, me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get my snoop dog on real quick. Can I say it? Be her I don't sargent. really want, can I say it? Can I say it? Yo, Snoop. No. Okay, Yo, I'm going to I'm I'm call him you He's feel, a fuck Fuckface, orange face, Cheeto, bitch-made, punk motherfucker that, need, that honestly, I'm a, and I'm going to be honest, and I'm not calling for any violence to be done if the feds are listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> however, the shit that he's doing, so if he what? was in another country, I'm surprised he ain't caught a bullet to the forehead by now. If he was he in can another do this shit
1: person, in Haiti. He can do he this in Haiti. Right. they just threw that joke around in, in day twenty.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: They would have killed but him and to, his family.
3: You know, I'm not condoning <laughs> this is the sandy. And right even out. that I'm little
2: Eddie Musker like, looking motherfucker that's, that I, he had with Melania. Yeah. I
3: do not condone the 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 killing or what is it called assassination of any president. I'm not doing that. But what you do, do is, you know, when you have kids, are to those of you as a parents. You are parents, right? We if you are a parent and Donald Trump, he is a parent. You know, I'm not saying I don't know how active he is with his kids, grandkids or whatever, but sometimes um you may not like a direction like, Oh, I wanna you know, I wanna You know, be a spitball profession. Okay, that's not really what I envision you to be, but that makes me happy. I get it. So I'm going to support you. We're going to do this. It's not about me, per se. It's about what's going to move our economy, our people, the mass majority to a better place. Okay, so that's what it's about. I, even yeah, if you don't well, like me. You, you you may not like me, oh. but I will give fuck if you don't like me, it's not gonna move me from the overall bigger goal. That's the, Yeah, like, you're
2: talking about rational shit. Of a president. Uh, oh
3: you're,
1: you're talking about rational shit, shit when
2: you talking
1: about. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's 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 that, get clinical. Because we, we need and this is this is where we really need to be careful. And I'm talking about everybody. Because I'm looking at this from a clinical perspective like if this person was sitting in my chair or if somebody was telling me in my chair telling me about this person, when you have somebody who will make life and death decisions, who will hold your well-being over your head, not for any real reason, but except to feel appreciated and to be looked up to, we call them a sociopath. Those are people who are bereft of emotion or moral character. There's no way that you can look at somebody and say, I will make the decision about your life and death based on how you appease me, and then look at that person and say that there's not a a psychological and emotional imbalance in that person. So, and I'm talking about regardless of it's Trump or anybody. So we have to realize, president or not, we are dealing with a narcissistic sociopath. And they're both cluster Bs. So there is overlap. Mm-hmm. They're both, both, so, um, both antisocial and narcissistic personality disorder are cluster Bs. And they do have overlap. And, and, and though people who are antisocial, They are more manipulative than this, that, and the other. I mean, narcissists lack empathy. And empathy is actually what helps people to help people and also to have mercy on people. When you have no empathy, your moral character is directly linked to accessible emotions. So they did a study, and they found that most sociopaths, are not in touch with their emotions. And they found the correlation that when you do not access your emotions or cannot access your emotions, you devolve into a sociopath. And no morals. Once you cannot access your emotions, you become morally bankrupt. And we are dealing with someone who cannot access empathy or care or anything. If you notice, he's never had one one press conference where he did not tie himself and tie himself and his well-being and his presidency to whatever he's talking about, whether it's people dying, whether it's the state of the economy, nothing. There's nothing where he did not tie it to himself. And so president, that's debatable. Person in the presidential office, yes, I will give him that. But we, don't under, we have to be honest. We are dealing with a sick person who, if was if he was anybody, and I mean this truthfully, anybody who had any integrity and morality, mental professional, he would be diagnosed. Period. Now the brick, the Goldwater does not allow us to um to diagnose anybody who we haven't seen, but based on his public persona and a, and an anecdotal look, based on his behaviors from back in the day when he was asking for young black kids to be put to death to now, he hasn't changed. That's his public persona, and it is scary. And that's what we have to understand. And if people don't get this, he has been, he has been putting himself in bed with what they call strong men. In other words, men who basically are supposed to be ruling by democracy or some kind of form of public Opinion as far as whether They get in office, but they don't And they usurp the rules And these are the people he comments on And like the Kim Jong-ul's The the, um, the Putin's People who plan on being in charge the rest of their lives regardless Of what people think And so when we deal with this school, We have to understand Trump will never stop He is going to do this until he goes To the grave, the question is are we gonna go to the grave then? Because this like this had an article that this Joker sent tons, tons of medical equipment. Matter of fact, um eighteen tons of PPE equipment to China at the same time he was saying that the coronavirus was a hoax. So at the point that he was saying it's a hoax, it's fake news. He sent 18 tons of medical equipment to China that now we don't have access to. This is the dude you're dealing with. So, and I'm not pointing, pointing around the show. I'm just saying, we have to understand this dude is sick, and he is going to destroy America or America is going to get rid of him. And I mean, whether that's impeachment or voting him out, whatever. But if he stays in office another four years, you can kiss your ass goodbye as you know it because He's rolled back every regulation. Like, you can pollute the air and poison the water. He's given up rights, mineral rights, to, to um, for what I understand. I have to fully check, but I've seen articles about him giving up mineral rights to companies, to indigenous people's lands. And so he is creating a no boundaries where the only thing that he is dealing with is money, people with money, and making it easier to make that money Off of people like us So we can talk what we want But this is not The shittiest government in the history of the world But it's getting there And it is working on Becoming an autocrat It's already a plutocracy You know what I'm saying And is we're heading toward an autocracy If they keep kissing His butt to, so they don't want to be Going down with him We're going to end up with four more years and at the end of that four more years, he is going to try to get another four more years. And he is not going to leave that office until he is physically drug out. Even if he loses the election, I guarantee he's going to challenge it. He's going to refuse to leave. So we got to understand what we're dealing with. The government was screwed up before him, and now it's just really fucked up altogether. And so, yeah, you but it's not you just have. him. Right. But, but it's not just him.
2: As you oh, said, I'm not saying it's, it's just him. him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you are. I'm, I'm, I'm piggybacking. I'm, I'm piggybacking. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not well, like just I said, him. They're
1: letting him get away
2: with it. No, no, it's not just him. Because prior to him, and you and I have had this conversation, prior to Trump's raggedy behind, there's another person that you really have to look at and a lot of people aren't really looking at. And that's bitch, I mean, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> okay, Mitch McConnell is he? If 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 you want to, if no, if 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 he is, Trump he is he the is. devil, then that nigga's the antichrist,
1: straight up. Because okay, I take it right. Mitch, I so, think Mitch is the devil though, but and both I think Trump is them, the antichrist but both of them are equally
2: equally bad for life as we know it mm-hmm. and Mitch McConnell and Mitch McConnell and a lot of these lifers in the Senate, in the Senate and in in the House right they need to be put out Now, whether they be Republican or Democrat, because the Democratic Party, oh, no, they are not without fault or blame. Left wing, I think Malcolm said it best, left wing or right wing, it's all the same bird. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you really have to look at not only the federal level, but this is an election year, okay, a presidential election year. But you not only have to look at that, but you also have to look at your local and state government in in regards to things. Yes, I'm in Ohio, and the governor of Ohio has been ahead of the federal curve, okay? He's been ahead of the curve, which is a good thing. But DeWine has also done some bad things, you know, and the state legislator here has done some bad things which were wicked and cruel and very fucked up, okay? So you have to be involved. Don't just Monday morning armchair quarterback stuff. No, get involved. Know what's happening. You can you can uh speech set it. Raise your fists and raise your children. Also raise your awareness to what's going on in the government on all levels. Because even though Trump this past weekend said, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna recommend that everybody stays home until the thirtieth of April, it's still up in up to the individual state's rights to make that happen. That's what people aren't really paying attention to in all of this. The first thing that you stated, Miss Sandy, was that the governor of Illinois is pleading with the federal government to get necessary aid but it's being blocked because you have somebody who wants his ego stroked. But there are several people around him that are saying, uh, no, you can't do that. And the House and the Senate, which are supposed to be checks and balances, are
1: letting him get away with this foolishness. Yeah. Mr. McConnell even said during the impeachment that he is going to coordinate with the president and only do what he wants. How is the prosecutor openly saying that he's going to confer with the defendant and only bring witnesses against the defendant that the defendant wants and only bring out information that the defendant wants and then say it was a joke? See, they didn't even impeach him. Well, you give me Any prosecutor who will do exactly what the defendant says and not guaranteed they will get off 100% of the time. That's just ridiculous. Mr. McConnell has been unconstitutional for the last I don't know how many years. Like, he blocks stuff. Like, he has blocked almost 400, what, pieces of legislation that came from the House, and I think he blocked almost 300 pieces of legislation that came from Obama. Those are 700 pieces of legislation that never saw the light of day in the Senate to even be discussed because Mitch McConnell didn't want it. That tells you there's a flaw in this system. When one person can decide what laws are introduced for the entire country, like there's no way for the Senate to override it. He says we're not talking about it, we're not talking about it. So he's blocked over over, roughly 700 pieces of legislation that have come into the Senate and the Senate have never got to see it, and that's legal. Get out of here. That's ridiculous.
2: So again, that's just stupid. we have. So again, we have to look at these things he makes on all levels. But we can't. We can't just blame Trump because there's another. And then after Mitch McConnell, there are several more. And all it's of just them need to
1: go. Just, this entire it's government it's is ineffectual. They all need to be replaced. We need to have a purge where we just walk into the White House and, um, and the government and be like, all oh, y'all walk your asses out. You're only getting two years of um, pension pay. We voting all, we're voting just putting all y'all asses out, and we're going to vote new people in and just start from scratch because everybody in here is playing the game. Well, I ain't going to say that. There are some who are not playing the game, and we can tell who they are, but for the most part, Everybody in there playing the game. They're trying to be on the same, like you said, different sides of the same coin. And and to me, it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. We have the most ineffectual government in the history of this damn country. Even during enslavement, they were more decisive than this shit. Now, I don't like their decisions, but at least they can make one. Good googly business. These jokers make my ass itch. I'm just saying. We have itching powder, for government. They need an enemy. Okay. I'm done. Word. <laughs> so. And that, you, and you know they doing stuff. They're cutting, they cutting funds. They're cutting funds to poor schools. They're they cutting funds left and right, man. While we up here talking about this corona, they are just gutting the government. They just rolled back Obama... Um, Obama era um, legislation on car emissions, and so now they're predicting it's going to be—I forgot how many more millions of tons of pollution or CO2 in the in the, um, in, the in the in the ozone from cars. So we—I hate to say it—we need this Corona because if they don't change these new laws that Trump has just—if um, they don't change the laws that Trump just got rid of, you know. This moment of peace In the ozone is going to be destroyed In the next six months
2: Yeah because the ozone Is actually repairing itself right now
1: Yes Because, because of
2: up. all of this the, the The air quality of both China and Los Angeles has, in, has Improved By something like 60 to 80 percent During this time So if that's not telling you of the impact that it's having just on the environment alone. But these are things that, because we're so focused on COVID-19, oh my God, you're not noticing that uh, 5G technology is just popping up everywhere. And the thing about 5G technology is that's also the frequency that the government uses in weaponry. Now, I don't want to sound like a
1: conspiracy theorist,
2: but if it looked like a duck, walked like a duck, quacked like a duck, We know a damn show sure ain't a hippopotamus. I'm just saying it like that.
1: Yeah. But but the thing about it, thats because, you know, we, we eat into them. The thing about it is this is why when you go out to vote, when you get in coalitions, you have to have means of holding these people responsible. The re- one of the reasons that the government is so beholden to companies is because they have means of holding them responsible. They can refuse to the donate. They can refuse to back them. They can get their people to come out against them. And so what happens is they kowtow to them. And so when you get a Bernie Sanders who he is getting majority of his money or all of his money from small increments from individuals, he doesn't have to listen to anybody because the people who are putting him in office are those other people. So there is something to this. So you got to be careful who you put in office, how you vote, and be sure that you have a means of holding them accountable to put them in a position where they have no choice but to listen to you. And so we keep putting in these untouchable people who we have no real ties with who pop up out of nowhere who say they're going to do stuff for us, and then they get in office, and they don't do jack. Or they go along with the status quo, and, and just vote against something every now and then but don't affect really that much change. So the government, like you said, is complicit. Is and like I said before, until these people are stopped being afraid of going down with Trump and being considered, you know, part of his posse because if he if he goes down, and he's taking everybody with him, there we go. Oh, but we forgot. We only got forty one minutes so we ain't give out the number. If you want to call in, the number is six four six 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 eight two five seven four. this is TNC Radio, the next chapter, talking about This Is America, and we're on the D-Hour Radio Network, and we're letting you know that the views of the people on this show are not necessarily the views of the D-Hour Radio Network or any of its constituency other than the people saying it now, because I don't claim a lot of stuff Gypsy say, because Gypsy will have FBI calls. So I'm just saying, but that's where we're at. So the thing about it is we have to start getting government that's representative of us. We have to have voting blocks where we can tell somebody for real, like, if you don't address our needs and not putting our needs above anybody else's, we're just prioritizing our needs, we'll make sure you're not in office again. We'll make sure that you won't have a peaceful transition. We'll make sure that if you take care of everybody but us, we're going to start blocking yourself, not because we don't want it, but because we want to be included And when you include us in it, cool, but you're not going to do everybody except us. And that's the thing about it. We don't have that. We don't know politics. We don't know how to vote. We don't. We vote, but we don't know how to vote. And people say we don't vote, voting doesn't work. The Republicans and Democrats have had this country in a bind for over 200 years, and they do it strictly through voting and then through exacting their will after voting. But the Republicans and Democrats ain't out shooting people. They ain't out hanging people. They ain't out doing rallies strictly by using the vote, which means the voting works. We just don't know how to do it. So learn how to vote. And and this is why I got pissed poor feelings for black leaders, because nobody's teaching us how to vote. Nobody is teaching us how to collectively do stuff. We all got our own thing running around. But there's no collective thing like saying this this is how you vote and garner power. This is how you do this. we got a bunch of different factions running around, and the people are supposed to be teaching this ain't teaching. When is, when is anybody giving a, a nationwide lecture, series, on how to vote, talking about how the Republicans and Democrats have garnered a vote, what they do to garner the vote, what we can do to mimic it, and how we can take that into a position of power based on our numbers? I've never heard of. But we got career politicians. Kiss my ass. I'm sorry.
2: Well, with that being said, we're going to take a small pause for the calls. Come back and talk about uh, the stimulus package. Oh, Ah, stimulus. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Well, the one song that I wanted to play didn't look like it loaded. So. In the spirit of where we left off, we're going to go with an oldie but goodie. We're going to go with uh, Fight the Power by the Isley Brothers. Once again, this is TNC Radio on the D. Hour Network. The topic for the day is This is America Part 2. We'll be right back in a few, (laughs) y'all.
1: She might have her phone on mute and not know it. We can't hear you if you're yeah. talking. She, she'd have vouched for me. She'd have told you I was jamming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so we're about to talk about the stimulus package, and I'm warning you, this is about to get into a very touchy subject, and it's going to hurt people's feelings probably. If you want to call in, the number is 646-668-2574. We don't mind your opinion as long as it's based on facts. But at the point you say, I feel, you're getting doused. DT will be your friend. We want to know what you think based on facts, based on things that are happening. We don't want what your emotion is because there's 300 million people in America and all of them have different emotional wants. So we can't deal with that. We have to deal with a cross-section of things that we can all touch, feel, and move on. Your feelings ain't one of them. So with that, I don't know what Gypsy's gonna say, but I'm just saying I don't agree. Okay, go ahead, Gypsy. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, the stimulus package. All right. Um, everybody know that they're getting what? Something like twelve hundred dollars if you're a single person, if you're a parent, uh, with a child in home, you're getting uh five
1: hundred per child.
2: Like five hundred per child. So now, with that being said, um i think I do think that is a good idea. I think that's wonderful um but there are certain stipulations on that. first and foremost, uh if you owe child support, you are not getting Jack. They're not going to take a portion of it. They're just taking your whole thing. if you are in the rears or old child support. Um, There is no way in heaven or hell that if you are off for a month (laughs) that you're not going to owe child support. That's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that this is a good idea, and it is needed to stimulate the economy. It is needed to give some people, hell, grocery money. Everybody's not able to get their uh, their unemployment because unemployment right now is, is swamped. They can't handle the volume of people. On unemployment right now, and everybody doesn't have the luxury to work from home. You know, such as restaurant workers or beauticians or um, or several other industries that are considered non-essential, or doesn't again have the ability to work from home. I.e., some call centers don't allow people. You know, they just can't work. You know, and unless you're independently wealthy. You know, you're, you're pretty much screwed. And what's going to end up happening is um, due to this, crime is going to skyrocket. People will do whatever they have to do, feed themselves. Now, I don't begrudge people who have to do certain things to take care of themselves and to feed themselves. It's not. I don't look at it as robbery if they steal a loaf of bread, you know. But, you know, it is robbery if you are breaking somebody's house stealing a TV, you know, because you want a flat screen. I have an issue with that. But, you know, hey, I gotta, I, I gotta steal to get a loaf of bread. I'm not. That's not. You're doing whatever you need to do to survive. You know, I'm not. I'm not mad at that, you know. Um, hell, I understand it, and it's, it's a damn shame that you are in that situation. Um, but there are going to be a bunch of people who are in that situation. So I find it also very compelling that a lot of people who went into the voting block Of calling themselves fiscally conservative and not wanting to get uh, they want to have less government and government shouldn't be in the lives of the people are usually the people that are first in line (laughs) when it comes to a stimulus handout or the government telling somebody who they can and cannot marry or abortion rights or things like that so you know, I'm looking at this thing a little differently because I'm looking at who's doing what. I've also got some other uh, I, uh, thoughts on the stimulus money and what I've stated, but I'm going to wait to say my part. hey town
1: Well, I think the stimulus package is uh Okay. I think it's BS. Like, think about what happens to people. When people get low on dough, their lives start falling apart, they tell them to take out loans, figure it out, consolidate your loans, apply for unemployment, do whatever you need to do, and there is no bailout for 85%. 85% of Americans are in debt, and because of medical and educational bills. So what happens is right now you have – the interest rate at damn near zero. So instead of giving money to these corporations that is not going to get paid back, because I was listening to someone who was talking about how they were talking about the corporations pay back all the other stimulus. Well, they were talking about the, the shady business that they were doing and how they were talking about it came back in taxes, but then they had tax cuts. So really, you know, a very small percentage of that money actually got back to the government, but it got paid back in theory through wins and losses in their companies. And so I'm like this. Why can't they take out some of the 0% money loans? Because, I mean, the shit is down to what, whatever. You get a house like, what, 2%, 3%? Why don't they come out, take out a loan, just like we would have to take of, manage that money, and then pay that crap back? Because down there, 0%, they're going to be just paying the money back. But if they get from the government, there's no real way to meter it coming back in because there's so many different accounting, and what I found out, and what I found out was false, there's so many different ways that you can do the accounting. So if it's money due to government, and then there's some accounting thing where you get out of money going to the government, it's considered equal. So in other words, if you borrow $500 million, and then all of a sudden, you lose $500 million, you're supposed to get a return, then that just balances out to zero, and then the government doesn't get the money from you. You don't pay the government because of the loss. So it really is not panning out. So I think they should have to borrow money, low-interest money like we would have to borrow, and then pay that junk back because the lenders are going to make sure they get their money back. The banks are going to hold the companies accountable because they're both big dogs and big fish in the, in the, in the big sea. But I think it's all bull crap. And I mean, what's 1200 going to do? And 1200 hundred—that's that's $100 more than my rent. My rent, now that's only 50 My rent is 1150 You give me $1,200, I got $50 after I pay rent. So yeah, I got a month over my head. But this lockdown is supposed to last, they said, could last until July or August. And you're going to give me one month rent plus 50 bucks? Yeah, that's this will help this month, and the fifty bucks I'll, I'll put it toward food or gas, you know, whatever I need it for. But still, rent plus fifty bucks for a four-month layoff, and then you're talking about these companies are getting like almost like a trillion dollars. Like small business and big businesses, I think are getting like one point two trillion of the two trillion dollars is coming out. Like how they get? How are these billionaires? Getting almost, getting over a trillion, and then the whole American population getting a couple hundred billion. I'm like, dude, that should be reversed. The American people should be getting the 1.2 trillion. And the government, if they're going to give money, should give the smaller money to the companies, like I said, make them take out loans. But it's all bullcrap, you know. But, you know, when you cut, when, when you have pandemics and and you cut them down because they're not working, and I don't like to pay people who are not working. Uh, well, dumb Mister person in the presidency, if there is no pandemic, then you're not paying the pandemic prevention for nothing. They are preventing the pandemic, Pandemic, i.e., there was no pandemic. So, I'm, I'm, the stimulus is, this is this package to me is just a band-aid on the laceration. And then this You know, if you owe child support, like, listen, we're talking about somebody who is not going to be able to to work. So it's like this. If I'm not working, you wouldn't charge me child support. Even child support gets cut off when you're not working, and then you make an arrangement once you start working again to pay the rears. It accumulates, but... They're, if you have no money, they don't. They shouldn't be taking it from you. So if you're talking about somebody who was go, pro, who could possibly be off work for three or four months, and then you take the only money they get and give it to the child, that's going to put them five months behind. So guaranteed, when this is over, ain't gonna be no child support. It's gonna be some very crafty math and people, you know, getting checks and cash in the check cashing places rather than giving up their money or working under the table so it doesn't come out their check. But this is only going to promote shifty business and people who owe child support doing other stuff to make money and then put them out in this corona environment because they need some dough and there's no relief. I mean, this should be just like any other time. If you're unemployed, it still accrues, so you still owe that child support, but like you don't have to start paying child support till you have a viable means of taking care of yourself. But other than that, man, this is just it's just freaking extortion. It's just like robbing Peter to rob Peter. It's like, damn. Like you're gonna take somebody with no income and take their only income, and then you're gonna add money on top of it. Like, this is just stupid. This is a time of pandemic. People are dying. No one should have to think man. Either I got to stay in the house and end up homeless and be be just screwed up or period and not have anything, or I got to give up this $1,200. I'm like, goodness, like, why are you making people make those decisions? Like, this this is not am I going to go to work or not. This is a life or death decision. And you're going to have people who that $1,200 could stretch out a month to do something or be fooled for a minute so they can – they can navigate, who are not going to have anything. And like you said, it's going to be terrible. So no, man, it's just all screwed up. They should do it like they do it normally. If you're unemployed, you don't pay child support, it accrues, and then once you have an income, you make arrangements to pay the arrears. But taking it now, in times of the pandemic, that's just that vindictive bullshit, man. There's a reason I say this government is and full of pissheads and pissheads. I mean, except like there are a handful. I can't say all of them. There's a handful who bucked the system and tried to do something. But the rest of them jokes kick rocks. I'm done.
2: Okay. Go ahead and give it to him.
1: (laughs) What he's about to say does not reflect anybody's opinion but his. Don't call me up. Don't say nothing about what he said to me. It's my brother, and he got his opinion. He's going to say what he's going to say. So with that,
2: Go ahead Gigi. All right <laughs> You're going to snatch child support Away from People Who owe child yeah. support The whole child support system Is a fucking racket yeah. Now I'm not saying that Taking care of your child is wrong Or paying into a system to take care of your child is wrong. No, in theory, it is fucking wonderful. And it's and in theory, when done right, it's fucking wonderful. However, for those of you who don't know how child support works, this is how it works. Let's say if you're paying a hundred dollars a month, I don't know what child you know, if they can feed a kid in in Africa for or on on the fucking commercials for 70 cents a day can maintain a fucking child the fact that your punk ass needs $400 a goddamn month is beyond me now
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now move to fucking Africa and or wherever they get them little save the children kids and pay you, and and let me pay this little motherfucker 70 cents a day I'm kidding. The reality is this: <laughs> oh. the reality is this. If you're paying a hundred dollars a month, right? If 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 your your baby daddy or your baby mama paying a hundred dollars a month for child support, you're not going to get that complete hundred fucking dollars because the state gets a cut, then the county gets a cut. And then you get what's left. That's how that shit works. So there are fees attached into that number. Now, if you are on child support and you lose your job or you, have, you go through a rough patch, that money that you owe in the rears is recalculated and redistributed throughout the time that you have left To pay child support So you may go from $100 You missed like three months or so You may go up to $150 Right? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So that you Stay on target So you're paying for what you missed And what you owe But guess what? If you're still in the rears Right? Or as they say Mm -hmm. If they still look at it They can come and snatch your income tax check but wait a minute, didn't you recalculate what my payments would be? Yep. So why are you taking my income tax? So now I'm getting doubly taxed. Then more home. Of, and then on top of that, mathematically speaking, now with this COVID thing, if you are paying and you're in the rears, but it was recalculated, and they've already snatched your income tax check, so this little relief check that you're about to get, they've taken that bitch too. That is called yep. a fucking stick-up. That is not helping for the betterment of the child, and I know it's some, I welcome the fucking phone call. I know it's some people that's going to call in or are probably listening to this and like, oh, well, that ain't in the baby. Fuck out of here. Because I've worked in restaurants, and in Ohio they have these little uh, cards that you can get your child support on. I've worked in restaurants in New York and in Cleveland. And I have seen women come out with those cards with their girlfriends, not a child in sight, and pay for their fucking meals with that card. That ain't your money. That's the fucking child's money. If you're buying that little fucker something to eat, cool. But if you and your girls are going out because mm, I got my money, no, that ain't your money. That's your child's money. And it's fucked up for you to think so.
1: Yeah. That's and not cool. And when you talk, when you're talking about the system, let's understand that, you know, it's, it's 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 more than a game than you know. I literally know a brother who was who came to child support to argue because this joker was working 50 hours a week, and every two weeks he was taking home $50. Now let me explain. He only had one kid. Now you making a hundred, you working 100 hours in a factory, so you're not making just some small chunk change. But what happens is what people don't know, they operate on a formula. So based on your collective income, it decides how much each person pays. And in Cuyahoga County, it was disproportionate where it did not consider direction. So every time the joint income changes, the payment changes. So my boy, his, he was making um, pretty good money, but his girl was making great money. And she was getting raised every time. So every time she got a raise, she asked for child support to be recalculated and his end went up. So she's making like eighty to hundred thousand dollars. And so he's making one his and so he's paying on the, the average of that, the median, and he was paying more. So check this out. Every time she got a raise, his child support went up to the point he was working fifty hours each week and every two weeks after taxes and child support he was taking on fifty dollars. So when people are like you need to pay for your kid, you have to understand this is a game. The median, I mean like the, the poverty level for like a, a, a like a couple is what? Like thirty like poverty level is what twenty five thousand for like a couple, you know, like thirty five, forty thousand dollars if you got a family of two I don't know the exact numbers. But then you have superstars who are literally paying $5,000 a month or more in child support, and they'd be like, they deserve it. Like, what kid needs $10,000 a month to survive? I mean, let's let's be real. Let's take this past your view of men and women, the roles they play, and who owes what. How would you feel if you're living in your house and somebody says, since you're making $100,000 a year, You got to spend $5,000, you got to spend $2,000 a month on your child. And if you don't, we'll take it and put it away and keep it for the child because that's how much of your income he deserves. You would bug out, but that's what happens. So we're not basing on how much it takes to raise a child. We're talking about how much money you make, right? And... How much of your salary They believe that you owe And that's where it comes from We're not talking about what it actually Takes to raise a child We're talking about how much of your Income they believe You should give to your child And that's just ridiculous You know how much money I should give to my child? How much the child Damn needs And if he ain't having a growth sport Or she ain't having a growth spurt, She don't need new clothes Every damn month I mean this is not a fashion show I mean check, let, let's and, be and, real and,
2: and check this out The non-custodial parent We're not even going to say men or women We're going to say the non-custodial parent That is the person Who does not have Full-time custody of the child The non-custodial parent Is expected To do More With less Because Now If you are getting Let's just say $300 taken out of your check For one child And you are barely scraping to survive So you have to get a second A second job Now You're working eight hours over here And then you're working another Four to eight hours That's 12 to 16 hours in a day. You haven't slept yet. You haven't gone to the bathroom, taken a bath, done your hair, whatever. You haven't done that. You haven't. You haven't gone to sleep yet. But you're still expected. well, how come you don't see your child? Um, Because I'm working 12 hours five days out of the week. And usually if you have a part-time job, if your full-time is Monday through Friday, guess what? Your punk ass is working on the weekends. So when do you have time to see your child and to make time for your child? Some things, now don't get me wrong. Yes, kids ought to be taken care of all day. I get that. But some things money can't buy. Some things absolutely can't be bought. And even in that system, I don't know how it is all over the country, but in the state of Ohio, if you are... Now, we're going to get specific. The child is usually awarded to the mother because they are often seen as the best person for the child. Okay, so now the mom is the custodial parent. Okay, so now the dad, the father, is paying child support. But guess what? If the mom gets a bug up her ass, you don't see your kid because you have to go to a separate court, which is in the same building, and petition for your rights to be the father to that child. So you don't have any parental rights until you go back to court to petition for it. And as far as I know, unless you've been on your job a while and take an off day, guess what? You don't really get time off with pay to go to fucking court. Yeah, I know there's some people out there that's going to say, oh, okay, well, moms have to go to doctor's appointments and this, that, and the other without paying this, that, and the other. But at the same time, You weren't a victim of rape You laid down And had irresponsible ass sex The same as that guy He should not have to pay The non-custodial parent Should not have to pay For a decision Should be penalized For decisions that you've made And whether it be the man or the woman Who is the custodial parent Neither party should be penalized Overly penalized for decisions that you guys chose to make in laying down and creating that life. That system needs an overhaul. And never mind how you may feel about it. Even with that, most people don't know when they talk about the child support issue. Most people don't know that the non-custodial parent can't, absolutely cannot, claim their child support payments on their taxes. Can't do it. So there's a whole lot of stuff that's like, hey, put your emotions to the side for a second and just look at the system itself. And once you look at the system and do a comparison by number you will see that and this has only gotten worse in the last ten years and a lot of people correct me if I'm wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But one way this the federal government gives incentives for going after quote unquote deadbeat or fathers or non custodial parents who are in the rears And the person Who signed that into law Was A-Town you want to take a stab at it
1: No go ahead and tell me
2: Barack Hussein Obama
1: Ooh.
2: Look it up Now <clears throat> Deadbeats should they should they should they be uh, brought under task? Oh yeah, all day. Having no problem with that. But people who are trying to survive, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna put myself out there, so ain't nobody got to come for me. There was a time where I was in the arrears with my child support, right? Mm-hmm. And I was working in restaurants. So I was working in New York. The recession hit. All hell broke loose. My money was not only fun my money was doing the Kings of comedy tour <laughs> but the thing that but the thing Hold that up. we that got I two
1: minutes. minutes we got two minutes. we have to wrap it up too so
2: okay, so basically, I was coming home every I was coming to Cleveland every month to see my kid, so I made a conscious decision. hey, listen, this child' support can wait, but the time with my child can't. Did it cost me financially? Yes. But did I feel I made the right decision in being a part of my son's life? Hell yeah. So look at everything into account, okay? Go back and do the research. You know, we're going to be here next week. If you have something to say, we're going to do a part three of This is America, and we are primarily going to be dealing with how all of this is affecting Black and brown America, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on that's really adversely affecting Black and brown America. Not just all of America, but we're going to get sp- very specific with Black and brown America. Okay. Now. All right. A town.
1: So with that, um, you can find me on instagram Acl Rucker you can go to relationshipcookbook.com you can go to the true or the boogeyman ba boogeyman um 216.com um, to find me um i have books and we go we talk more about black people and people of color we're gonna get into all my projects and what i'm doing but yeah until this day you know as my boy just said on facebook you know live woke or die sleep you know what i'm saying but you know, your life is what you make it. You, and the future ain't something you arrive at. It's something you create. So if you're not creating your future, someone's creating it for you. Just remember that. Gypsy, you got 20 seconds. What you got before we bounce?
2: You know, as usual, in the words of the late, great Sammy Davis Jr., keep your eye on the sparrow. Don't
0: go to bed with no price on your head. No, no, no. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Right